Hello once again on this Tuesday, it's Brother Derek at the microphone. We're talking about prayer secrets. And I'm going to sum it up right now. The secret to answered prayer is finding out in the Word of God what it says about your situation and simply praying what the Word says about your situation and when you pray it, you have to use the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Let me say that again. You have to go into the word of God, the Bible, the Holy Scriptures. Find out what it says about your situation. And then pray that over your situation. And when you pray it, use the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And if you don't believe in that name, see... There's no way you're going to be able to be successful. Father, the entrance of thy words give it light. Father, you give it understanding unto the simple. Let's go back to John, the 14th chapter and at the 8th verse. It says, Philip said unto him, Lord, show us the Father and it sufficeth us. Jesus said unto him, have I been so long time with you and yet hast thou not known me, Philip? He that have seen me have seen the Father. And how sayest thou then, show us the Father? Believest thou not? That was a question. You don't believe me? Believest thou not that I am in the Father and the Father in me? The words that I speak unto you, I speak not of myself, but the Father that dwelleth in me, he doeth the works. Believe me. That I am in the Father, and the Father in me, or else believe me for the very works sake. Verily, verily, I say unto you, he that believeth on me, the works that I do shall he do also. And greater works than these shall he do, because I go unto my Father. Now, he's saying that if you believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, you can do the same works Jesus did. And Peter and Paul proved that up to raising the dead in the book of Acts. Read it for yourself. Both of them prayed for somebody and they rose them from the dead. Those was the same works that Jesus did because they believed on Jesus. Now listen to the next one. This is how they did it though. And whatsoever ye shall ask, another word for that can be demand. So whatsoever, whatsoever ye shall ask or demand in my name, that will I do, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. Now, I titled this message Prayer Secrets. Now, it's not a secret no more. You know, some people want a big revelation. The simple revelation is, whatsoever you, here go the big, great revelation. I mean, a big, swelling revelation. Oh, get yourself ready for this big, swelling revelation. Oh, it's so great. It's a revelation that's going to set you free. And whatsoever ye shall ask in my name, that will I do that the Father may be glorified in the Son. Verse 14, and you shall highlight this and you shall quote this forever. If ye shall ask anything in my name, I will do it. Now say this, say whatever I ask in the name of Jesus Christ, the Father will do it. Say it again. Say, whatever I demand in the name of the Lord Jesus, the Father will do it. Whatever I demand in the name of the Lord Jesus, the Father will do it. Now, let's go to the book of Isaiah. 
I want to show you something. Because one time a guy told me, he said, uh, he took that verse and he said, what that means is, like I got a son that looks like me. So if you see my son, you see me. Well, I didn't agree with that because they two different people. Your son, your, your son is different than you. You're not in your son and your son in you. See what I'm saying? He has a, his whole spirit. He has his whole personality. But Jesus said he was in the son and the son was uh, the father and the father was in him. Now, if you go to the book of Isaiah, the ninth chapter, and at verse six, it says, for unto us a child is born. Until us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder. Now, everybody who's been a Christian knows that this is talking about the birth of Jesus, right? Right? That child that was going to be born, and that son that is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder. Listen closely. And his name shall be called Wonderful. How many know Jesus is Wonderful. And his name shall be called Counselor. How many know Jesus is a counselor? But also it says his name shall be called the Mighty God. How many knew that? You learn that in the New Testament. But this is what people try to, they try to, they want to take a marker and block this next one out. The Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. Everybody say the Prince of Peace. Jesus is the Prince of Peace. Isaiah prophesied that the chastisement of his peace is upon us and by his stripes we're healed. But they always take that out. They take the everlasting father. You never hear anybody say that Jesus would be called the everlasting father. They'll call him the prince of peace, right? They'll call him the mighty God. They'll call him counselor wonderful. Some religions argue over him being the mighty God. But the Bible don't just give one adjective. It gives his name as Wonderful Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. Now, if I say Jesus is the Everlasting Father, people get mad at me. I'm just quoting the scriptures. I'm just quoting the scriptures. I'm not trying to explain it or nothing like that. Jesus himself said the Father, when Peter, when, um, they just asked him. I just read it in John 14, right? In verse 8, when they said, show us the Father, Philip said, show us the Father, and it suffice us. Jesus said, personal pronoun, have I been with you so long you have not known me? He just Jesus just stand with the scriptures. He was the everlasting Father. The Spirit of the Father was on the inside of Christ. Okay? What I'm doing is I'm trying to show people this is not for everybody, this word. But I'm trying to show people you're going to have to give up. you trying to uh, get to God without going through Jesus. It's not going to work. You're going to have to give up being successful without putting Jesus first, without putting God first. You can't put the Father first and say, well, I don't believe in the Son. See, you'll have different religions come knock on your door on Saturday morning, and they're trying to correct you from God. John... The first chapter of John, and at verse 14, right? Let's see what it says. It says, and the word was made flesh and dwelt among us. Who was that word being made flesh? Jesus. Jesus is the word. So it says, the word was made flesh. The word was made flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld his glory. 
the glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. But let's go back to verse 1. John, first chapter and first verse. In the beginning was the Word. So the Word was what? Made flesh. So in the beginning was Jesus. <laughs> so if Jesus and the Word is the same thing, in the beginning was the Jesus. And the Jesus was with God, and the Jesus was God. See, when you say word, you should say Jesus, because the word was made flesh. Now, when we see the word of God, let's put Jesus there. In the beginning was the Jesus, and the Jesus was with God, and the Jesus was God. Jesus is God. How many understand that? So the secret to prayer, you got to understand that the Father in Jesus is the same person. The spirit that was in Jesus was the Father. So the Father is the Holy Ghost also. See, Jesus said the Father is in me and I in him. The Holy Spirit is the spirit of the Father. It's the Father dividing himself severally. Another place Jesus appeared was in the body of Melchizedek. The Bible talks about in Hebrews, the seventh chapter, that Melchizedek without, was without father, was, was without mother, was, was without descent, was, was without the beginning of days and the end of life. Everybody got a beginning of days. But Melchizedek didn't. Why? Because he was God in the flesh. Jesus appeared, appeared as Melchizedek to Abraham in, in the 14th chapter of Genesis. So you got to know that Jesus is the way. He's the only way. He is the way of holiness. He is the way that you get your prayers answered. Be blessed.